we are live all in on high school sports kurt valenti jennifer valenti good evening how are you i'm well yourself i'm good got a couple comments coming in right out of the gate uh from our great friend and co-host of k and k mr kirkpatrick good evening all welcome to the greatest high school show on <laughs> earth and coach breslin our good friend from ramapo assistant coach <laughs> Good evening and welcome to another great show. Looking forward to it. Oh, thank you, uh, Kenny Kay and Coach Breslin. So what do we got on the agenda tonight? All right, we got another jam-packed evening. We're going to start the show uh, in a few minutes with uh, Coach Ray Lucas of the Harrison football program, his first year at the helm there at his alma mater. We will be co then joined by um, Coach Barra. I want to make sure I'm saying his name correctly. I always refer to him as Coach Bear. Never have to say the full name. And he will actually be joined by his five captains, his five senior captains. And I'm just going to name them really quickly for us. Dan Vinstra, Robbie Mandel, Tyler Larson, uh, Joey Hunt, and Justin Martone will be joining us. And then we have a good friend to the All In on High School Sports program, a former athlete at Passaic Valley High School, was a guest on the show yep. as a senior captain his senior year. He will be our week five guest picker. Antonio Barge will be joining us to round out tonight's show. Absolutely uh, excited about Antonio yep, and our guest five, and I hope Mr. Beelan's paying attention. Uh, <laughs> we got standing. We got standings. Um, but let's start the show um, on, in a, on a little somber note. Um, our, our good friend um, and unbelievably one of the best coaches New Jersey has ever seen in softball and basketball, Coach H., um, sadly passed away last night. Yes, Coach at um, IC, IHA. Um, Elmwood Park and Saddlebrook. Yeah, uh, basketball, softball. Um, so we wanted to make sure we, you know, paid our respects. He's a, not just, you know, a friend of All In, he, he's a friend of ours. So um, he will be greatly missed. Uh, many people, an outpouring of, um, you know, well wishes, I'm, you know, for him, missing him already um, on social media. So we wanted to make sure that we, we paid our respects as well. Absolutely. And uh, I'm doing a little tribute to Coach. I got a little IC shirt mm -hmm. on. Um, like you said, um, not only, um, you know, not only one of the best coaches in New Jersey, and like you said, just reading some of the posts and reading some stuff um, from former players of just how much of an impact, not only as a coach, but as a friend and as just a person later on in life for, you know, parents of those players, those you know, girls, uh, whether it was basketball, softball, or whatever, Coach Breslin saying thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Um, great friend for us. I mean, truly be missed. And, um, you know, we will, uh, of course, do, you know, we, we plan on something for him later on. Of course, yeah. But uh, we just wanted to uh, pay our respects for Coach tonight. And uh, But knowing Coach, he'd want us to do uh, – Something he loved, which is high school. High school so sports. Yep, we're gonna absolutely. do some sport. Uh, we're gonna do a nice little show, um, you know. And uh, hey, we'll we will remember Coach throughout the show tonight. Kenny saying thoughts and prayers to Coach H, his family and friends. Thank you, everyone. Um, I want to not forget to give another shout out to our interns who have all now officially started. Um, you might have seen a little bigger presence from. Um, you know, we have All In and K&K, &K, but our K&K &K Twitter, our, our intern Daniel has really uh, taken taken to that 
tweeting a lot of um, sports news that's coming out mm -hmm. in professional sports uh, right now. Um, again, our other intern, Rachel, is really also upping our social media presence. So those those posts, we can't take credit for them. Yeah. She's, uh, she is working hard in doing that. And Olivia, behind the scenes, is doing her senior experience at Bergen Academies. And she's doing a great job for us, too. So we really want to thank them. We don't want to, we'd be remiss if we did not mention what Absolutely. they are doing great for us job. behind the scenes. We are truly appreciative. And they are three awesome additions to the all-in team so thank you to them another kind of exciting piece of news we have is that we will be partnering with jersey sporting news um they are more centrally based but they're expanding to um, all parts of new jersey all levels professional college and high school so we are looking to do with them a all-in north jersey sports an all-in central jersey and a little, little all-in south so we will be um hopefully expanding and partnering with them so more to come on that but um we've been working with greg there he's been fantastic to work yep. with and we're really looking forward to it exciting yes. stuff so all right let's uh, get to it with that said let's welcome in our first guest let me get um coach lucas in to join us right now and we'll talk a little harrison football to start off the evening Hey, Coach, how you doing? What's up, guys? How we doing? Good. Can you hear us okay? Oh, I got you perfectly fine. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Allow me I to... I'm so sorry about last week. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no worries. No we're, worries you know, at all. I uh, hope everything is okay, and we're so glad that you can make it this week. No worries at all. Let me officially introduce you to our audience. I feel like no introduction is needed, but let me do it. <laughs> First-year head coach at Harrison, a multi-sport legend from Harrison, Rutgers University wow. standout in uh, football at quarterback at uh, Rutgers, former NFL player for the New England Patriots, Patriots, New York Jets, and Miami Dolphins. Coach, if I'm getting any of this wrong, please correct me. And uh, good. I had a cup of coffee in Baltimore, though. <laughs> and uh, his team is off to a one-and-one -one start this season, including an opening night victory over Emerson. So welcome, Coach. Glad to have you. Thanks for having me. I much appreciate it. Yeah, like Jen said, I'll echo that. Thank you. It's our privilege to have you on our show. And um, I'll start off, uh, can you tell us a little bit how this all came to be? What made you want to come back home to Harrison and be their head football coach? Well, it all started when the head coach resigned on July 31st. Now, the first week of August, I'm always at Camp Fatima, which is a handicapped camp. It's a one-on-one -on -one camp. You go to the campsite, you stay in me and my doors. We always go volunteer. And the day before I left to go to camp, there was a text message on my phone said family meeting. So usually when there's a family meeting, it means the chocolate boy wonder messed up and now the girls are about to kill me, my three daughters and my wife. So <laughs> I'm calling my youngest daughter. I'm like, yo, what's up with this family meeting stuff? I haven't done anything. I stopped drinking eight months ago. I, I don't go out. I don't do anything. And she said, Dad, don't worry. Everything's all right. We're going to, we just need to talk to you. So I'm like, well, talk one thing. Start yelling, I'm bouncing. I'm leaving. I don't care. I don't want to hear anything. So they sat me down and they were all looking at each other. So I knew it was very important to them, number one, and number two, that I was going to give my undivided attention. And they said, Dad, the head coach was trying to take over the high school. And I just stared at them with a blank look on my face. Like, say, what? This is a limp. You know, this is like you guys jumping on me. This ain't no like family talk. You're telling me basically how to do it. So they laid out all this stuff, my three daughters and my wife. And I said, I really had to think about this. Now, I did sign my contract to do Rutgers probably two or three weeks before that. And uh, mm -hmm. I went to work the next day. I'm executive director at Harrison Housing in Harrison, low-income housing. And I'm standing and walking the grounds, and a tenant of mine comes up to me and says, 
are the rumors true? And I said, uh oh. And so I said to her, of course, my tenant, what rumors are you speaking of? So she said that you're going to waste your time and coach kids that nobody wants. Oh. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. And I never curse at my tenants. I, I try not to as much as I possibly can. Uh, I said, what the, did you say to me? <laughs> I said, I was the kid nobody wanted. I left her right standing right there and she kind of backpedaled said, no, no, what I'm saying, mm -mm, you already said it too much, no, you're done, cut off. I went right to the super's office, put my name down <clears throat> and signed up as a head coach of football. Now, uh, that's how that all started. I mean, then I got the phone calls, can't do Rutgers, which broke me and in, in my soul and my being, I've been doing Rutgers for 13 years straight with Chris and Eric and Shregs and Fooch and all the guys. And we have a bond, and especially when you come from a college that you love, like I believe Scarlett, I, I am New Jersey. I am all that stuff. I chose to stay home and make my state great where other kids don't. So I take great pride in that. And the fact that I get to call the games, I'll say to you guys, don't tell the Rutgers guys that they want to bring me back, but I'm not doing it for the money there either. I just love doing games on the, on live air. My alma mater. Uh, but Greg, you still have to pay me. I don't want to hear another crack, Greg. I don't want to hear another <laughs> bring me back in so many years. I need that dough Ray mate. Uh, when they told me I couldn't do Rutgers, I cried for a couple of days. I'm not gonna lie. It really broke me inside, but I had already started coaching. And I told my wife, I said, listen, I know we're paying two tuitions and you know, the head coaching salary at Harrison is nothing. Uh, obviously I'm not doing it for the money. Uh, I told her, you know, what am I supposed to do? And the girls came and they sat with me and kind of got me through my whole spell of crying episode. And she said, what do you want to do? I said, I'm not leaving these kids. I refused to leave the kids. But that also meant that I couldn't do Rutgers for Chris and everything, you know, food to everybody. Uh, that hurt a little bit, but at that time I was already committed 100% to the kids of Harrison High. And when people say that the kids that nobody wants, it's for a reason, but at the same time, it doesn't mean they're bad kids. And they've had, I think, 15 coaches in 11 years. I'm, in, wow. I'm aiming to put a stop to that immediately. Awesome. I want to get to a couple of comments. Um, Coach, while it's coming in, uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick, welcome Coach Lucas to the show. Dina Bargell saying, yay, Ray, best of luck this season. Uh, <laughs> Coach, Coach uh, uh, John Bielan saying, let's go. Uh, Manny DeLima saying, my man Ray, hashtag Blue Tide. Coach Breslin saying, are you, baby? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Bres. Uh, and uh, John Bielan saying, my guy Ray, great player, better coach. Those kids will succeed on and off the field. So nice, so nice. Nice that time. is really a compliment. That last one is really uh, is my goal. We're bringing boys into men, and I'm trying to teach life lessons. It's not about W's and L's, even though it is. I'm not. I'm from Harrison. I'm a winner. I don't like to lose. I mean, if I lose in a pool game, I don't like to stay. I mean, that's how passionate I am about winning. But in reality, at the high school level, you're trying to teach these kids life lessons that can carry them through thick and thin all the way through. And they know that no matter when they go or how they go or when they want to come back, that my, me and my coaching staff will always be there. That's so great. That's great, Coach. So nice to hear. Um, so you open up, you know, your first game at home versus Emerson. You've been practicing yeah. for weeks, right? You're the yeah. new coach with a connection to the program. You have high-level experience. So I was wondering if you could tell us what the atmosphere was like in the locker room for pregame that game. Uh I don't know, because I was busy throwing up and I was playing again. So uh, I had to take a little bit of a fuzz there and go out and get that throw up out of my chest right quick. Uh, 
I'll tell you what, I really, I haven't, I didn't sleep at all the night before. Now, I will say this, you know, playing in the NFL, you don't know what your job is. As a quarterback, your job is to know what everybody's doing to make sure we're in the right play and all that other crap, you know what I mean? But as a coach, you have to worry about everything. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. You know, and I'm still making my rookie mistakes as a head coach, and I'll make those mistakes because I'm supposed to make them. How else am I supposed to learn? You know what I mean? But I don't ever want to make a mistake at the expense of my kids, you know what I'm saying, of, of my team, of my mm-hmm. coaching staff who is, I, you know, I, I'm in rookie coach, so I can't talk them up against the best in the state because we got great coaches in New Jersey. I mean, they put me in an article with uh, um, Jake Suikio. He plays for um, Middletown, and the guy had his 200 victory, and they put me next to him. My little tiny, little tiny victory. So I was like, damn, they could have picked a better guy. Maybe that lost four games in a row or something. Not the guy who just won his 200 victory. What are you trying to do to me? You know what I'm saying? You probably put the expectations too high. But I will say this. It was emotional. Uh, it was very emotional. It's great. I mean, it's it's so close to your heart. It's so so uh, evident to see. I have to say, Coach, we started. This is off script. Sorry, we started like communicating via email about coming on to the show, and you did say, yeah. uh, "Can you? I got the game. Can we wait till after the game?" <laughs> I, I, I seriously couldn't talk about anything. I love I have it. Reporters call me. Hey, who's your defensive man? I don't know. <laughs> I really, you know, as a head coach, you have to have great coaches around you so that you're guiding the ship and they're kind of really the gusto behind it, right? And then comes the kids and just all the way through the finish line. But for me, I have great coaches that are very passionate and they care about our kids. And in the end, that's what we have to give the parents of Harrison High. We have to give those Pop Warner kids wanting to come to the high school and being the future of this uh, development process. And and, uh, like I said, my coaching staff is, I mean, Nick Landy was a state champion here when I was younger. I, he was kind of a senior when I was a freshman, and they always took care of me and showed me how things were supposed to be done. But uh, you know, I had Emerson and Matt, and I had Mike Gregg, and these guys have been on the last staff the year before. And I didn't want any turnover, none, zero. We were starting from ground level, nothing. I don't want to hear about last year. I don't care what they did last year. We're going about business in a new way. And the way I was taught, you know, I, I had some really, really good coaches when I was younger in Pop Warner that instilled the Harrison is tough. You know, you see us wearing the hip hats every Friday and Saturday games that we play. It's not just a metaphor. It's the way I was raised. You know what I mean? Even if you came to Harrison and you rarely won, but at the same time, you left with ice bags everywhere. Because we you were getting hit. Anywhere you were. That's how we pull it. And I'm trying to bring that back, but in the positive way now that – People are playing the game of, of football. You know, we're not, we're, we're looking out for our kids. We don't want them to get hurt. You know what I mean? That's a big stay up at late night for Ray Lucas is, God, please just get my kids off the same they walked on. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much, oh my God, emotion and second guessing yourself and all that. So I have a lot more respect for coaches than <laughs> I did before. Uh, this is a full-time job on top of my full-time job. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I am. Way, you know what I'm saying? But that's the way it's supposed to be. And any coach that doesn't look like that, look at it that way, is selling his kids short, I feel. I mean, again, I'm a rookie coach, so I could be whistling Dixie. I don't know. 
That's just how I feel. We, coach, we, I know how you ahead. feel because, like you said, I was a, a assistant coach. I was an offensive coordinator for seven years, and that's just an offensive coordinator, and I felt like it was a full-time <laughs> job. A head coach, yeah. it's, it's times three, you know, special teams, you know, defense. What's going on in the building? Who's getting in trouble? Who's not? Like, I can't even imagine that. So when you say full-time job, I mean, it's legit. That's a full-time job. I mean, yeah. hands yeah. down. Go ahead, Jen. So, Coach, can you highlight some of the players on your squad this year that will uh, have pivotal roles for you? Well, well, I mean, got to start with the quarterback right away. I mean, Jake Moranin is a guy who has a very high football IQ, uh, but he hasn't had me. So that 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 kind of brings his level down a little bit because I am a lunatic, and I'm not afraid to say that I am. But I want what's best for my players, but I want them to see the game through my eyes first, especially as the quarterback position. And so me explaining situational football to him, and we like the last week, man. We just we got our asses handed to us. I mean, that, there's no other way for me to put it. Uh, we had guys breaking off routes, and then that night I didn't sleep either. And like I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. And I, I told my kids, like Parcells used to say to me, "The man in the mirror is the poem." And I told the kids, "I want you to read it." And then I thought about, it, I'm like, we play football, dude. Like a poem to these Hudson County kids. What are you insane? <laughs> but when Parcells asked us to read it. It had such an impact on me that, you know, you as a man, when you get done playing, right, you're supposed to put 100%. And if anybody says their kid's got 120%, they're lying to you because you only have 100% of yourself to get. So for me, the mirror was the test. So when I got home, after a great a game that I played in, the first thing I would do was drop my stuff and go right to the bathroom and stand in front of the mirror. Now, it's kind of a test of wills with your inner self where if you look straight at the mirror and you don't turn away then you did your job but if you do that like oh man like you think about something turn away then you left something out there well either way it's not a bad thing you'll find stuff about yourself right what to do better next week and that kind of stuff so you know i tell my kids the mirror is the test you don't have to worry about your coaching staff i want you to worry about yourself if you can look at yourself in the mirror and know you played a good game whether we won or lost that should be good enough for them to make the next step forward Nice. Coach, I got a question. Uh, and uh, Coach Cicilliano saying you were a great player. Uh, Ray Lewis, uh, Ray Lucas, great player. Um, I got a question. It's kind of what Jen hit on. Obviously, you'll get, you said you're Division One at Rutgers. You played in the pros. How do you take that experience from those levels and you bring it to um, like a high school field? You know, where you're saying this route's going to work or this concept's going to work, but then you're looking and like these are 18-year-old kids. Like this, you know, yeah. like, you know, that's I know it's hard, right? Like, what, what, what's it's it's what's... it's damn impossible if we're going to call it the way it really is. Uh, for me, I got the playbook that they ran last year, and I'm looking at it, and it takes me longer to say a play than to actually think about what the hell play I'm calling. It's just <laughs> run on word. I can't even stand it. So I know we had athletes to run the spread, but at the same time. The playbook was too grandiose, so to speak. You know what I mean? I had to dumb it all the way down. So I went back to the stuff that I learned in college and pros, which is route training, which tells every individual kid exactly what he's doing, route-wise, blocking-wise. I thought that would be a lot simpler for my guys instead of hearing, you know, the crown goes over the moon and then motion Z-whip, 458, 70. I can't, I have no time for it. Plus, I couldn't even say it. So... <laughs> For me, I wanted to tell the kids exactly what they're doing so there was no guessing. When you have guesswork, you have mistakes. When you have mistakes, you have negative plays. When you have negative plays, you have no wins. So I wanted to take that out of the, the mix right off the bat. Now, would we add to the playbook all the time? Yeah, of course. But at the time, 
I thought it would be better to start from scratch and create our own offense, not one that's, you know, known, spread, the, the wing T, all that crap. We want our own thing here. And we're always adapted on what the other team does. But there is one thing that I try to tell my players is that in the end, I really don't give a, you know what, of what they're doing. We're going to dictate what we're doing, and they're going to have to adjust to that. But Friday, we did that pretty good. Saturday, not so much. So we're, we're uh, what do they say, uh, a job in progress. There you so go. Speak. We're trying to figure out the kinks. So. Coach Breslin saying agree 100%, less thinking for the yeah. kids. Yep, less is more. Less is always more. Coach, we're going to do a little segment with you we like to call Rapid Fire. They're meant to be... Hit me. Hit me. I'm ready. Hit me. Let's go. All All right. Here we go. Favorite place to eat in Harrison? Oh, you know, you try to get me banned from five places. All right. Well, to be honest with you, all right, I've been going to this pizzeria, Nino's Pizzeria, okay? It has the best uh, square slice. I'll put it up against any pizza in the state of New Jersey. I'm Ooh. straight up telling you. If you ever had to come to Nino's, you come to Harrison. It's in the mini mall down by, you know, the Red Bulls. You come up underneath the tunnel before you get on 280. Go to the pizza place. Tell them Ray Lucas sent you. I don't know if you're going to get a break on the bill because I don't pay sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're Ray, going. We're going. My check. Say, as long as you mention like, my name, you will get taken care of. I have okay. a feeling we're going to end there. We're end definitely going to end up there. Nino's Thanks. is the best. You get, but don't get nothing else but the square first. Okay. Okay. That's, that's right want. up his that's alley. Up my so that's alley. Good. <laughs> okay. Coach, who was your, your favorite NFL team growing up? Dallas Cowboys. Oh, interesting. I, I don't well, know that's because my father was a giant season ticket holder. And as you can tell, I don't really go with the norm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my dad was a giant season ticket holder. We used to call the giant games. And the people that kicked the giants ass so much, I mean, uh, <laughs> so much, uh, was the Dallas Cowboys. They were America's team back then. So I was a big, uh, Jeff, I mean, Tom Landry fan, Randy White, those days. And uh, then as I got older and started playing quarterback, there was only one name you could say in front of me. I mean, I had a poster in my wall, Rutgers, Randall Cunningham. I mean, he was my idol. He was doing things that most black quarterbacks didn't get to do in the NFL back then. You know, I was a drop back league and he came in and made it athletic. And that was something that I aspired to do when I got there. Now, when you start playing professionally, do you still have that like fandom for Dallas or not, not anymore? No, I hated them because they didn't come pick me up when I got cut. And then Bill Parcells was there and he made a comment about Jerry Jones that I can't say on the air because I know I'll curse if I say it. So, no, Dallas Cowboys, I wouldn't wipe my rear end if I had no toilet paper. So. Got it. Okay, we get a couple of comments. Manny, who's a big Cowboy fan, we them boys, he, you know, now they're two and one, he's all on the Cowboy bandwagon. But no, no, he's, well, a, he's a true and true Cowboy fan. That Prescott and that offensive line. I know, I know. I know, I know. No, but he is, he is. Um, my next one is for football. Who is the best player you ever played with, and who is the best player you ever played against? Damn, dude, that's like loaded questions. We right do here. a little studying. We do a little prep work here, coach. The best person I ever played with. Okay, well, there's two in that kind of subject, right? Because. One I got when I was younger, and then one just molded me into the quarterback that I became. Because you guys know, when I first got to the NFL, I was a wide receiver special teams guy. I didn't start playing quarterback until two years after I got to the NFL. And it was just by chance that we were playing the Steelers when I was in New England. I had a guy named Cordell Stewart. So Belichick comes to me and says, you're going in a quarterback. I want you to do everything you did in college. I didn't even know he watched my college tapes, but obviously he did. But Belichick was a man of few words, and most of them probably weren't nice to me in the beginning. Um, so the light bulb went off in my head. 
and said, wait a second, this is not just to give a good look, but this is an opportunity to show everybody here that I can play this position. I'm not just a whiteout special teams kind of guy. And I lived the defenses up. They Belichick made him come in that Wednesday. No, yeah, came made him come in on Thursday at like six o'clock in the morning. And then I didn't realize once you make the defense up and the next day, you're live, by the way. You're like hitting the quarterback. So the first play I come out running like a little sprint pass and Willie McGinnis comes off the line of scrimmage. I don't even remember hitting the ground. Like I was in the air for a good five minutes, I think. <laughs> and I, as soon as my butt hit the ground, I was on my feet. I said, oh, is that how this is going to be today? <laughs> and then I just started talking the whole practice. And I was in my element. That's my element. Uh, so my best player, Marco, was kind of one of those guys that showed me about hard work, weight room, uh, dedication, what you eat what you put on the field, right? And then when I got to the NFL, Vinny Testaverde made me into somebody I only could, I could possibly only dream of. Um, he taught me everything, study room, film sessions, how you lift, how you eat, what time to wake up, what time to go to bed, how much time you spend on film. Uh, he was instrumental in my development as a young quarterback in the NFL. That's and I call him pasta, not Tester. I heard pasta or Testaweenie, we either one, but not Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> All right, Coach, my, my next one is uh, is an easy one. Ready? Your preference, Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Come on, man. See, oh, Jordan. you got some Jordans oh, on. Yeah. Nice, yeah. yeah. Right, you know how hard it is to do Rutgers games and Adidas equipment when you're not, you don't have anything in your closet that says Adidas on? <laughs> Pretty difficult. I'm straight Jordan, Nike. That's, that's me. Been nice. always that way since I was in the NFL. It was at Rutgers, even. Me and Marco started the trend of not wearing Converse. Wonder why. I'm going to go off script for my last one because our good friend, Coach Breslin, assistant coach at Ramapo, he was coaching at Becton when you were playing, and he said to me, you got to get this in. He said that you made one of the most top five or I don't know, top three most ridiculous plays ever. He said that it was Becton Harrison. You were punting. And I don't know if he said it was a bad snap or something. And you're running, you're rolling left, and you kick the ball with your left foot, and it was like a forty or sixty yard punt. So um, I don't know if you remember that, but Coach Breslin said coaching against that was just out of this world. I don't remember much. I could be honest with you. All the concussions I've had, I'm I'm freaking colorblind. I'm surprised I remember that play, but that's not one you forget. You know, kicking the ball lefty. But I was going that way, so my momentum was carrying me that way. That's why I went 40 yards. But I didn't think it was going to go three yards, to be totally honest. <laughs> I just knew if I didn't get this ball off, it was going to be Mr. Manning, Mr. Harvin, Mr. Borges on the sideline ready to cut my head off. So I just got it out of there. And then Mr. Manning said to me, <laughs> so there you go, Coach Breslin. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. Coach, our last question in rapid fire is uh, your Super Bowl champion prediction. Oh, we, man. It's hard to go against the great, the GOAT himself. But I will say this. I do have some sleeper teams. Uh, Arizona Cardinals are somebody you need to keep your eye on. All right, that Kyle Murray offense is flowing at a level I didn't think. Now, usually what happens is when you get a guy like Kyle Murray to come into the NFL, after a year, everybody's watching tape. Okay, I'm to squash that offense. They're never really successful in year two, not to where they were in the first year. And this kid just – comes out and lights the scoreboard up. And you can never stop on a play with Kyle Murray because he will kill you, right? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, one and two. What the hell is going on in Kansas City? Uh, don't count them out. 
Uh, who else is out there that I think is on the radar? Don't talk about any New York teams. Both suck. <laughs> there you go. Um, but they're both new, you know, new head coaches. We got the right head coach finally at the Jets for the first time. We got the right GM. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Uh, Giants, can't talk about it because I don't really want to – I don't Giant fans trying to fight me on the speakers. You'll lose. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I like the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, and the AFC team, it's gonna, I, I don't really – you know what? Can't count Green Bay out and Rodgers MVP from a year ago. They got a bunch of weapons we watched last night that were – that first game was like, uh, how do I say – an illusion. <laughs> and then they come back and he's Aaron Rodgers again. I mean, when exactly. you got a running back like they do, two wide receivers and great defense, they're going to be tough to beat. Okay. All right. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure. Best My of pleasure. Luck. I'm sorry, everybody, about last Tuesday. I had a little bit of a family thing. <laughs> no, so. no, no. Don't Anytime, worry, Coach. You're welcome. Anytime. We'll Absolutely. definitely catch up with Anytime you. Anytime you guys need me, let me know. Maybe we some will. of the kids. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That would be fantastic. Awesome. We I don't like talking will. about myself. I like talking about my kids. You guys have a good day. <laughs> there you, you go. Too. Thank Thanks you, so coach. Much, coach. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, there he is, the one and only Coach Lucas. Yep, that was great. Very nice. Great interview. Yeah. Show the love of the love of coaching. Oh, you know, like he says, it's never about the money. Right. It's about the love, you know, and for the kids and what he's building in Harrison. And, and the uh, best, I'm sorry, but the best part of my, is where he said the 15 coaches in 11 years that he wants to put a stop to yeah. that. That's awesome. That's what they need. Well, he, again, it is uh, his love of the program, the town, you know, the kids is so evident in everything that he says. And he hits the nail on the head with uh, it's more than, of course, everybody, you know, will say we have a very competitive Man, you know, right. of course he wants to win, but he wants to give those kids the life, prepare them for life beyond high school football, which he will definitely do. Um, we have our next guests ready to go. I'm okay. going to let them all in. I'm just making sure one, two, three, four. I don't want to let anybody in who uh, was not uh, part of the the Ramsey crew here we have coming in. So let me get everybody in. Hi, guys. Welcome. Making sure everybody is in and can hear me. One, two, three, four, five, five six. six. We all there? Do we have coaching? Oh, I accidentally let in Antonio a little early. Sorry, Antonio. <laughs> I was looking at those names too. I'm gonna have to put you back in the waiting room. We'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> make sure I don't. Uh, We're just sure. waiting yeah, on coach. Get, yep. Let's see. One, There's two. coach. There's coach. All right. Awesome. Hi guys. Uh, everybody can hear me. Okay. A little bit. Awesome. All right. Uh, I would like to welcome to our panel, we have uh, Coach Bear from Ramsey. Uh, he is the in his second year head coach at Ramsey. Last year they were 6-1. and one. This year they're off to a 4-0 start, and he is joined by his senior captains. I want to make sure I get everybody's name correct. Danny Veenstra, Robbie Mandel, Tyler Larson, Joey Hunt, and Justin Martone. So welcome, guys. Pleasure to have you guys on. Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks for having us. Coach, am I saying I want I called you Coach Bear. I'm always referring to you as Coach Bear. Can you say your last name for me so I get it correct? By error. By error. All right. Thank go. you. Thank you. I didn't want to mess I it up. I go the easy way, Coach. I say Coach Bear. But Coach, <laughs> thank you. Hey, that's two years in a row. You guys are over two. No. <laughs> She's over two. I can't promise next time either. <laughs> coach, I want to personally thank you because you're always willing to, you know, and and we know you got a busy. Hey, you got the the bulk of your schedule coming up. Monday nights and Tuesday nights, obviously film nights and stuff. So I want to thank you. Uh, we want to thank you for always coming on and being so grateful for the show. But coach, I'll start with yeah. you. Since you've been here, 
Um, 4-0 this year, uh, a combination of 10-1 and the past two years. What do you attribute the great start to? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think the, the, the kids, I mean, the kids are uh, they're such a great group of guys. I mean, even last year, that senior group, um, you know, they, they showed the kids younger than them last year how to win, really. Um, you know, last year I was I was lucky that to, to you know the group that we had last year they were always they always won, um, you know through rec. So I always heard that, and uh, it was just a, just a solid group. It's a shame that they had to deal with the COVID situation, not getting a chance to, to play in the playoffs. And um, you know, I, I think that motivated the younger guys to, to you know this is their senior year now and junior year, and you know hey this is hopefully this happens once every hundred years. Um, you know, hope unfortunately last year's senior group was the one you know the unlucky. Uh, Group to, to you know have their playoff hopes shattered by that, but uh, I think this senior group saw, saw that and they're kind of you know attributing that to that that group. Um, those two groups were pretty tight, so um, I know they they were really tight. So so to, you know this year it's kind of like they're they're playing for them, um, trying to you know finish what those guys started last year. Very nice. Uh, guys, I have a question for, for you guys. I have uh, three different questions I'll kind of throw at uh, a group of you guys together. So Danny and Joey, this first one is for you. I was wondering if you could describe to our audience, you know, as Kurt said, in these past two seasons, you're off to a 10-1 and one start, you know, have a, a strong history tradition in the program. So what does it take to be a player in the football, uh, in the Ramsey football program? Danny, we'll start with you, and then Joey, you can add on if you don't mind. Well, so as a player, it takes like good leadership and good uh, teamwork to work together as a team and always to fit in with each other. I mean, most of us are just like a family out here. So we all just fit in with each other. We all feel each other and we always just play well with each other. Nice. How about you, Joey? What would you say? Uh, to go off what Danny was saying, uh, it's a lot of dedication. You know, everyone's got each other's back. Um, basically, we're just a family. Very nice. And uh, Robbie and Justin, my next question is for you guys. Um, you know, I want you to think about Coach Bear and the, the program he's building and his style of coaching and pick three words that would describe Coach Bear. Um, first, I would say passionate. Um, he's got a lot of passion towards football. Um, there's no one that loves their job more than um, Second, I'll go with insane. Uh, he's a little crazy um, but again his insanity is all out of passion uh, and then Justin you go to him. Uh, my last one would probably be like love you know uh, coach like came in here and uh, he's really made like a bond with all his players and he's, he's made you uh, always have our back that's awesome so nice and Tyler my last question is for you of this round here um, what are your team goals for this season um, our team goals obviously is to win, but uh, besides that, um, would definitely be for us to have a strong senior year, um, almost like a last hurrah, and um, definitely to help make the program where we want it to be, which is uh, to put Ramsey football back on the map, really. Nice, very nice. All right, I'm going to go to, I'm going to start with Danny, and I'm going to go with the uh, the skill position kids here. I'm going to go Danny, Justin, and Joey. So, Danny, I'll go to you first. 35, 57, 28, 41. You guys put up a lot of points. Two-part question. How does it feel for you to lead the offense by being the quarterback? And two, how confident do you feel where, hey, if you guys have to score 41 this week to win the game, you, you, you got to put up 41. 
Well, I have a great supporting cast behind me, with uh, especially with our line, with Robbie and Tyler leading with our linemen. Then Justin and Joey playing receiver and slot. Then our running back, Joey List, is all great. Then we can always put up 41, just how our offense works well together and just how our week of practice usually comes out. Like, if we have a great week of practice, more points we put up. Then if we have, like, a slump week of practice, I feel like we would play worse in games. But, yeah. I'll go to uh, Justin next. Yeah, to go off what Danny said, uh, it's really all starts with the like, uh, our week of practice. You know, every week that we've had a great week of practice, our offense is really firing on all cylinders. So it's like that. All right, and Joey? Just basically going to reiterate what they said, you know, starts with practice. Uh, also, I don't know, just get your sleep in too, because if you're not focused during that practice, you know, not going to have a good day. All right, I'm going to come back now to Tyler and Robbie because I know Danny and the skill kids get all the uh, the love with the points and stuff, <laughs> but we all know where that game's won, and I know Coach is going to agree with it. It's up front. It's in the trenches. That's where those footballs won and lost. So, Tyler and Robbie, I'll start with Tyler first. What is your mindset offensively and defensively up front? Well, for offensively, it would be just to really do my job and uh, help the backs get what they need to do so uh yeah really just to help out the backs um not necessarily play my own game but play for them and uh play for the rest of the team uh robbie oh that was i'm sorry um <clears throat> yeah my mind says to just beat the guy in front of me um and again what tyler said do your job um we got a great old line. The kid next to me is 6'7", 270, so that always helps Logan Bond. Uh, he's a beast. We got a great old line, and we got great skills, so it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, Coach, I was wondering if you could, in addition to your five captains here, of course, highlight some of the kids on your team that will be playing this season. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, we have a, a great senior class. We have about, one, about 20 of them. Um, and, you know, some of the new faces this year, we, we have a player, uh, his name is Lucas Sancillo. Uh, he's a senior, never played football. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's more of a basketball player. Uh, so I watched him play basketball last year, and the kid it was just, uh, you know, he's put together as fast, he's athletic. Um, and then I heard he was coming after football this year, and, um, you know, I said, absolutely, we'd love to have you. Uh, he bought his own helmet. I mean, he's ready to go. He's committed from day one. Um, and he's, he's having a great year, you know, for a kid who never, never played football before. Um, you know, he's, he's a middle linebacker, or he's a fullback for us. Um, again, he's just having a, a tremendous season. Um, but it's actually funny because, you know, you, you try to teach, you try to teach every rule, but, you know, there's so many different, uh, so many different things that, you know, you kind of just let the kid play. But we, uh, we punted the ball one time. Um, and actually, no, the other team punted the ball, and, you know, instead of pulling, everyone jumped poison, I don't think you understand what that meant. He dove on the ball as he was rolling. And that's a big no-no when you punt the ball, uh, when you're returning. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's probably our fault for not telling the rules. But, uh, it, you know, he's, like, he's an aggressive kid. And, uh, you know, it was kind of, you know, we kind of laughed about it. Thank God he recovered, you know, he recovered it. Um, but, uh, you know, he's having a great year. Um, you know, like some of the guys, some young guys are really stepping up. We have uh, Logan Bond on the line. He's a sophomore. We have Luca Gemma. 
um, who's also a sophomore. Um, and, uh, you know, we just have a great group of kids and, uh, you know, really looking forward to uh, every week. You know, we the game Thursday night at Ridgefield Park and uh, look forward to it. So. Nice. Coach, I'll come back with you. And um, just like, like, you know, your friend Coach Catrona, we had him on uh, two weeks ago. And, you know, his message was, you know, I, I, I want to win now. You know, I don't want to wait four years down the road in a second class and start winning. And I think, you know, you you went in, you had that same mentality. And I think that's what you have shown the with the Ramsey program. And like we said, 10 to 1, uh, 10 and 1. That doesn't lie. So it's a win now mentality. So my question for you, and I know it's looking ahead a little bit and you probably don't want to talk about it, but we have to ask you a little tough question here. Um, you're currently right now sitting second in the North Group 2 bracket. Like, what's your expectations for that bracket? And again, I know you got a big one on Thursday. You got Richfield Park, but just for the bracket at hold, like, hey, do you, are, you got, are you guys a contender in there for the when you guys get to the playoffs this season? Um, I mean, look. I try to tell these kids, you know, not to look at all that stuff. And, you know, you, you constantly see it on Twitter and, and social media. And, you know, we, we just kind of try to worry about us every week. And, uh, you know, how do, how do we get better? Um, you know, so, I mean, in that point of view, I mean, that, that's that's what really it's about. You know, it's about it's about us. It's about us getting better every week. You know, whoever, whoever we play, you know, whoever we're scheduled to play, Friday, Thursday, Saturday, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready and uh, – you know, that's the biggest thing is worrying about us and what we do and what we need to do to get better. And, um, you know, we've had a pretty good week of practice last week. You know, we were in a pretty wild game last Friday, so uh, I wasn't happy about it, you know. Uh, but, you know, hopefully the kids weren't happy about it. And it's showing in practice this week, you know, kind of a wake-up call. Um, you know, because in a split second, you know, those, those rankings could be enough. You can go from, you know, rank to three, two, one, whatever, all the way down eight, nine in a matter of, of – Second, so you know, we just try to kind of ignore that stuff, and I kind of remind that to them every day. Um, boys, I have a, a final question for you guys. Um, you know, some of you are multiple sport athletes, and you know, speaking of Twitter, coach, you know, I was looking at your Twitter pages today and noticing, you know, your next step of like collegiately, and I noticed a lot of you guys are starting your official visits and everything. So I was wondering if, you know, I'll just kind of go through if you're looking to play, you know, at the next level and give us a little, you know, idea of like where you're looking and what, what you're hoping to do. So I'm just going to kind of go around the screen there. Robbie, that's how you appear on my screen. You want to start us off? What's your uh, college recruiting experience been so far? Um, yeah, I'm looking uh, at playing at the next level. Um, I've received a good amount off of uh, fantastic opportunities to play. And um, yeah, we're just right now I'm all in on this season. Nice. Very nice. How about you, Tyler? Well, right now I'm really focusing on uh, this season right now. But uh, from the recruiting standpoint, um, a lot of the schools I've been talking to onto like the D3 NESCAC area. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Justin? Yeah, I'm definitely looking into playing at the next level too, uh, mostly D3 schools, but you know, just focused on this season for the most part. And Joseph? Uh, me as well, you know, I'm looking to play at the next level, uh, talking to a few D3 schools as well, but main focus is really being the best team we can right now. And Danny, how about you? Yeah, focusing on this season first, but I'm looking to play at like a D Division three school in the future. Great, good, 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 very nice. Hey, these guys must have gotten together and uh, you know 
<laughs> you know what? It, it's they, great. They copy me, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie set the tone exactly. You know what? It's nice. It's a nice to see that they want to not look ahead. You know, it's good. It's it's a lot to juggle. You know, when you're a senior in high school, you're playing and getting recruited, and you want to stay focused. So that's commendable to all of them, coach. I have a feeling you have something to do with helping them get yes. focused. So very nice. <laughs> All right, are we heading for a little rapid yeah, let's fire? Get more. Coach knows this, but Coach yeah. is going to be, he's part, because this is a little different, so he's yeah. going to be part of this. I hope, I, Coach, we're going to apologize if there's any repeat questions, but yeah. I think, I think you know, we, we tried to vary them up here. All right, guys, again, we're just going to go in the order again on my screen. Robbie, Tyler, Justin, Joey, Danny, and then Coach, coach you'll, you'll, end, you'll end for us. All right, All right guys, ahead. so real quick, this this pizza place in Ramsey, Coach, what's what's how, what's the, the correct, what's the correct name of it? Kinchley's? How do you say that? Kinchley's, yes. Kinchley's. All right. So my first question, is it Kinchley's or or another? Would you take Kinchley's or other if I said to you, best pizza place in Ramsey? You asking me? I'm asking, no. Robbie's first. Robbie, Tyler, Justin, Joey, Danny, and then Coach. Go ahead, Robbie. Uh, Depends. Kinchley's slices are a little small, so you need a few pies. (laughs) Uh, if you're feeding me, but uh, I love King's Pizza. King's Pizza, right next to my house, my favorite pizza in Ramsey. Okay. Nice. Tyler? Um, Kinchley's is definitely the best, but like Robbie said, um, as an O-lineman, definitely going to need a few pies, a lot of slices, but I'd actually go with Sal's. It's uh, right in town. It's great. Nice. Justin? I'm going to get clown for this one, but I, I've never had Kinchley, so uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Franco's, you know, I've been going there since I was young, so. Justin's never been, a, he's off the team, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, how about you? Um, I'm not a huge fan of Kinchley's. I'm going to go with Robbie on this one. Uh, King's barbecue chicken slice, it's a must-have. Nice, nice. And uh, Danny? I would say Kinchley's is my favorite. And Coach? Listen, I, I like Kinchley's. Uh, that's the only place I know in Ramsey, really. But uh, you know, there's nothing like a park park tavern bar. You know, bar pie. I know I'm way <laughs> down. You know, but there's nothing like a park tavern bar pie. So there you go. Nice. All right, guys. I my question for you is: any pregame like superstitions or rituals or traditions that like you have to do before a game? We'll go in the same order. I'm sorry, Robbie. You're going to start us off on every one. <laughs> Um, I, I really don't have any. I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe my music, I keep uh, the same playlist on, but I, I'm not very superstitious. All right, nice. Tyler? I wouldn't necessarily say it's my superstition, but um, every game day my mom will make me the same sandwich, and uh, she gets the same bread, same meat, uh, every game day. Nice. Justin? Um, I've worn like the same brand of cleats for the past like seven years, so I guess that's mine. Nice. And Joey? I got kind of a weird one. <laughs> I, I had to put my belt in for the loop from the left side. That's what we're looking for. Nice. <laughs> and Danny? Uh, before every game, I get Wendy's. <laughs> awesome. And Coach, how about you? Uh, my suit, I, I wear the same hoodie and. Uh pants for the last uh jesus 12 years uh, and, I, and i don't wash them until we lose and we lose hopefully that doesn't happen but exactly yeah <laughs> awesome but, by the way coach a preston lawler saying pt so you got the pt comments coming in right. when you mentioned pt 
Coach, uh, Mr. John Bielen saying Ramsey's tap room is pretty solid. So he's throwing out some Ramsey spots first too. All right, so I want to get back to the co- uh, one of the one of the guys said before. Coach is a little insane, right? <laughs> not not in a bad way, in a great in a way. way. So in a good way. So real quick, we want some kind of imitation of Coach Bear, whether it's something he says, a saying, a phrase. So real quick, in a in a fun matter, give us a little impersonation of Coach Bear. Go ahead, Jen. How do you right. want to start us Robbie, off? Robbie, you're up first. Um, I don't have a imitation, but I have like a quick story. There was one time last year where uh, one person stepped with the wrong foot, and he said he was up till 3 a.m. watching a video of the of uh, the play, and he couldn't sleep that night because of it, and uh, <laughs> it needed to be fixed ASAP. It was about a two-second fix. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Tyler? Um, definitely when he is uh, screaming at us for getting cramps during games when he's telling us to drink Pedialyte. And uh, I'm a firm believer that – we deserve a sponsor from them. <laughs> Gets us through every game. That's awesome. Justin? Um, Probably just, you know, this one's kind of new. Uh, just screaming at us to get to the ball. You know, that's, that's one that we've really got to work on. So I don't really have an invitation, but yeah. How about you, Joey? Um, I guess uh, one game he, uh, I ran the wrong route. And he came running on the field to uh, show me this sign and uh, just kept repeating it until I uh, told him what it meant. <laughs> and Danny? Uh, to add on what Tyler said, uh, usually before every game, he texts us Pedialyte in all caps. <laughs> like our football group chat. Oh, that's good. And Coach, Coach what about you? What, what's your, would you say your go-to saying so far this year or in your coaching career? Uh, well, narrowed us down, but I, I definitely think it's uh, it's the drink Pedialyte for sure. <laughs> it's either that or, or the Pam for the uh, you know the grass game. So I got two bottles of Pam in the uh, in the equipment bag ready to go. So I'm a big <laughs> believer, Pam. Pam on the cleats. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good stuff. All right, uh, my question for you guys is your best Ramsey football memory to date. Robbie, you want to start us again? Um, yeah, mine would definitely be last year. Um, so our sophomore year, we lost to Mawa. I think it was 52 to 6. And Bear would tell us every day that score of practice. And um, we went out last year and beat them 35 to 7. And it was the first game that we had where we really had a great um, student section because of COVID. And it was a, it was a great night. Great feeling. Awesome. Tyler? Um, I'd definitely say it was our second game of the season this year. Um, running out on, on our first home game where it was also like our town's Ramsey day. So the entire town was there. And due to the COVID year last year, it was the first time we actually got to see our home crowd in almost two years. So that was definitely one of my favorite memories. Very nice. Justin? Uh, I would say our Verona game last year. Um, I feel like that game really like brought our uh, program with with Coach Bear. You know, his first season really put us like out there on the map. You know, they were uh, I think they were the defending state champs uh, the year before, something like that. So that was a, that was a huge win that really brought like all of us together. Nice. How about you, Joey? 
Uh, um, probably the same as Tyler. Uh, the game on 9-11. It was also Ramsey Day. The atmosphere was just crazy. Probably something I'll never forget. And Danny? Probably the first game of the season, which our student section, and we were away at Westwood, and our student section was packed, and all of our families were there, and our friends that go to our school. So it was just a great feeling to have to see all the people at our away, away game. Nice. How about you, Coach? Well, me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would say my our first game last year at uh, Point Pleasant at Point Borough. You know, it was, it was my first game. I was uh, pretty nervous. So, uh, you know, it was a Tuesday night in October. Um, down the shore during the middle of a pandemic. You probably, I'll probably never forget that game. So it was uh, you know, October, middle of October um, when we opened up. So definitely uh, definitely the Point Borough game last year, that first game. Okay, we got uh, Preston Lawler saying, are you kidding me? I guess he's saying that's one of your lines, Coach. <laughs> uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick saying, great job, Ramsey. Best of luck, guys, and Coach Bear. All right, mine's an easy one. Um, again, you started off. Sure. Favorite NFL football team? All right, real quick. Robbie? Packers. Tyler? Seahawks. Justin? Cowboys. I got the shirt on, too. Right oh, there you go. go. <laughs> Joey? I'm uh, stuck between the Bucks and the Giants. And Danny? I'm a Rams fan. Ooh, we got we're all over. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing good this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one's talking bad to him to, yeah, after that true. performance <laughs> Sunday. And Coach, round us off on that. It used to be the Giants. I, I'm, uh, I'm a big Dolphins fan. One of my good friends, one of my best friends, uh, Anthony Campanelli, is a linebacker's coach down here, so I got to root for him. Nice. Very nice. All right. Our final rapid fire is a little like superlative. So I'm going to throw out like best dressed of, of our five captains that we have on here. So Robbie, of you five, who's the best dressed? It's easily me. If yeah. say anything else, they're wrong. <laughs> Let's see if your teammates agree. Tyler? It would be Robbie. <laughs> Justin? I think Robbie, but I think I can give a run, run for his mind, so. <laughs> Joey? It's Robbie. And Danny? Yeah, it's Robbie. Coach, you agree? I have, no, I don't see these guys. I was going to say, you probably only <laughs> see them in their practice clothes, right? You <laughs> know, guys, so. Too funny. All right, my next definitely, one. Definitely not me, so. <laughs> All right, my next one is best dancer. Robbie, best dancer on the on the group here. Uh, it's probably Larson. Tyler? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Justin? Uh, yeah, probably Tyler. Probably Joey? Gotta go with Tyler. And Danny? Yeah, Tyler. Coach, do you know this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Michael. <laughs> you should showcase it at the next practice, Tyler. All right, my last Just one. Just don't do it during the game. You get a 15-yard penalty. <laughs> yeah, no celebrations. My last one, Bryce. Who's most likely to have one million followers on social media? Yeah, I would say Joey Hunt. Um, he'd probably, I don't know why. I just feel like it's him. <laughs> Tyler? I'd probably say Justin. I don't really know why. I just see him with a fan base. <laughs> Justin? Um, probably say um, Danny. I don't, I don't know. He just always wins at like, like everything we ever do. It's like a backyard game, you know, uh, for Danny. And Joey? 
Uh, I'm going to go with Rob. And I expect him to do some uh, pretty good things at the next level, so I think that might create a huge fan base around him. Nice. And Danny? Yeah, I agree with Tyler. I think or whoever said Joey, he'd do something on the internet that make people laugh. <laughs> and Coach, who's your pick on that one? I'm going to go with none of the above. The guy, <laughs> the answer to the question, the guy's not, he's not on here. It's Matt Weir. He's a fan favorite. <laughs> Matt Weir. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Like Kurt said before, we know, you know, you have practice, you're breaking down film, you're a student athlete. So we appreciate you guys taking the time to join us. It was a pleasure to have you on. And uh, we really wish you the best of luck the rest of the way. Absolutely. We'll follow up with you guys. Coach Bear again, thank you so much for always getting back to us. We really do appreciate it. You guys are doing a great job over there. And, uh, you're the first game we're going to make in our official picks in a, in a yeah, second. So a minutes, yep. keep tuning on to the show because that's it's the Ramsey-Ridgefield Park game coming up. So, But uh, no, serious, guys, you've done a great job. Coach, thank you so much for coming on. We really do appreciate it. No, you got it. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Good night, guys. <laughs> okay. So there's thank the Ramsey football guys. Best of luck to them. They're off to a great start. Yep. Let's get uh, Antonio... Yeah, we feel in. There he is. All right. Hello, Antonio joins us as a, you know, as a player last year, this year as like. Oh, it's a whole different animal now. Now the pressure's (laughs) on him. There was no pressure last year. Now the pressure's on. Yeah. How you doing, Antonio? How's everything going? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on again. No problem. No, absolutely. Just to let our audience know, Antonio is a. graduate of Passaic Valley High School where he was a football and track athlete um, and now currently at Albright, correct? Is it, is it university or college? I didn't want to get it wrong. Uh, Albright College. Albright College and uh, part of the track team there, correct? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Are you in uh, off-season training right now? Uh, we actually start official preseason work or workouts like training and stuff i don't want to get in trouble with the ncaa i think like the first week of october <laughs> second week of october i think i don't want to say the wrong date but yeah. <laughs> somewhere somewhere along those lines got it got it also well best of luck to you well before we get before you. we get to official picks i think we have to go over last week's standings oh, and it, right, explain right. to antonio what pressure's on because this is close <laughs> this Uh-oh. is close i did my homework listen i have a I have notes. I'm okay, ready to go. good. We good. knew. I, we knew you would. No, you do go. not disappoint. So our guest picker, you know, is a, a cumulative score, right? So you are our um, sixth one, right? Because it's week five, but we had a week zero yes. in there, right? So um, right now, you have the scores up. Can I, I have I say? the standings okay. up. So our our friend in Maryland, Mr. Kurt. As you can see, it's close. You know, we close. got 50, it's, I mean... 54 and 23. We've done a ton of games, Antonio. 54 and mm-hmm. 23. Um, Kurt and I are tied for second at 53 and 24, so separated by one game. Our guest picker, who started off strong, our guest pickers have slid a little bit down. They're tied for last place with uh, our friend, Mr. John Bielan, at 52 and 25. So it's really just two, two games, games out of separating. First. Yeah, so it's tight. It's tight. Oh. <laughs> Well, hopefully I can uh, move us up in the rankings. There Let's you go. go. There you go. Beelin's saying he had a monster week last he week. He did. He did. He did. Actually, just to, to piggyback off of that, he, I'll give you what happened last week really quickly. Um, he did have a monster week. He came in at 15-6. Uh, and six. He topped the board at 15-6. and six. 
the guest picker, and Kenny are at 14 and 7. I was at 13 and 8. And Mr. Bean, I'm glad you brought it up because Kurt didn't want to talk about the week's results because he came in last at 11 and 10. <laughs> yep. But I'm ready. I got my homework too, Mr. Barjo. I got my homework too, baby. Let's go. All right, Antonio, we always let our guest picker go first. So our first matchup is 4 and 0 Ramsey at 3 and 1 Ridgewood uh, Ridgefield Park. Who do you have? I'm taking Ramsey. We scrimmaged them last year um, at Pasake Valley, and they are a, a great program, you know, from top to bottom. They're coached extremely well. They're very disciplined, and that that uh, Coach Bear, he, he knows how to run his program. So definitely, definitely taking Ramsey. All right. Um, I have Ramsey also. Mr. Belin has Ramsey. Mr. Kirkpatrick likes to predict scores. Antonio's are going to hear his scores as well. He has Ramsey stays unbeaten, uh, 28 to 14. He's got them at. So, so far, we're all in on Ramsey. I'm going to go shootout early, like a little high scoring with, you know, some big passing plays. But I'm going to go with, you ready for this, Antonio? Ramsey's ground game late. They run the ball with the big boys up front that we just had on. And then I think, because what's going to happen if Ramsey wins, Jen and I for Saturday college football are gonna go pick up some Kinchley's pizza. pizza. So we get our pick our Yeah, Kinchley's. I might have to try that. Yeah. Try it. I'm going 35-20 Ramsey. All right. Our next game is two and one Glenrock at two and one Hawthorne. Who you have, Antonio? I got Glenrock just coming off a win against Pompton Lakes last week. Uh, another uh, good program in New Jersey. So, uh, yeah, Glen Rock over Hawthorne. I agree with you, Antonio. I'm also going Glen Rock. Our friend Mr. Bielan is picking Hawthorne. And so Hoops is going, I'm sorry, Hoops yep. is going Glen Rock. Rock. Okay. Yep. And uh, John Bielan has picked Hawthorne. And then Kenny's picking Glen Rock 27-21. And he's saying Glen Rock in a huge upset. You think that's that much of an upset? I don't know if it's an upset. What's upset is I'm going to pick in the same thing as Beelin because <laughs> me and Beelin were both on Dallas last night and Dak, and we're on this one together. You know why? That Becton victory still impresses me, beating Becton opening day. So I'm going to say the Bears pull it out. I'm going to go 20-14 to 14 Hawthorne over Glenrock. All right. Nice. All right, moving on. Our next one is 2-2 two and two Woodridge, another good friend of our program there, Coach Katrona, at 1-3 and three Butler. Uh, going Woodridge there. Uh, being from Passaic Valley, we don't play actually either of these teams very often. But um, got a couple buddies that go to Woodridge, uh, Woodridge and uh, I, I got them over Butler. Nice. Um, myself, I am picking Woodridge as well. I think they're going to bounce back. They picked up a uh, picked up a last minute game last week to take the place of something else. Give them a lot of credit, but I think they're. I think it's going to teach them do well. I think they're going to bounce back against Butler. Mr. Beelan is picking Butler. At, I'm sorry, is picking Woodridge as well. Kenny says Woodridge back to its winning ways, and he's got them 21 to six over Butler. I got Coach Catrona and boys back on track. I'm going to go 21 13. Woodridge. So it's a Woodridge sweep. It is. All right. Our next matchup is 3-1 and one Becton at 1-2 Cresskill. Becton's going to win another game, 4-1. They're going to they're gonna stay on that roll that they're on right now, and, and Becton's going to win a 4-1 this week. You know, we uh, – we all, we all last, I think it's been two weeks two now, weeks ago. we said we're not going to go against Becton again. 
<laughs> no. One week we, we all went against them, ironically. But uh, Antonio, I'm with you. I've backed in as well. John Phelan has backed in. Um, Kenny saying, backed in all the way by a score of 28 to 7. And my comment is don't ask me about Beckton until October 15th until they play Heights again. <laughs> then we'll talk. But I think Beckton's D's dominates, and I'm going to say 27 to 6. All right, our next matchup, our uh, first guest, Ray Lucas team, uh, one and one Harrison travels to two and two Elmwood Park. You can never bet against Coach Ray Harrison. <laughs> Harrison's winning that one. Uh, shout out to Coach Ray. He's I, I think he's really going to do well in Harrison. Um, but yeah, Harrison over Elmwood Park. Now I just want to switch something to tell you because I got a, a when I get a text during the show, oh. it's important. And it's Mr. Beelan that's saying, changing my Elmwood Park pick to Harrison tonight. Make sure that gets switched up. I got it right so, here. I just you know want what? you to know. I'm going to guess that our, our guest had a little something to do with that. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I meant to say this when he was on. I meant to say it. I would love to play for him. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> would love to play for him. All right, so we got Antonio with Harrison. I'm picking Harrison. A late last-minute switch. Mr. Beelan, we got it in, switching to Harrison. And Kenny is picking Harrison 14-7. to 7. His prediction is they will win it late in the second half. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was almost going to do a Beelan and switch it. But I, I don't want to do that. I, I just, I, you know what? The paper says 20-14. to 14. I'm going to go Elmwood Park. Coach Mulligan versus Coach Lucas and, you know, the Bombers versus the uh, the Blue Tide. So I'm going to stick with it, but I'm not going to lie. Not gonna, he had me thinking switching, too. <laughs> Again, you know, and that's, uh, that, that, that's great for that program. I mean, I mean, think about, you know, just being exposed to, like, his coaching every oh, yeah. day. You know, like, uh, yeah. Uh, he had us fired yeah. up in, a, in an interview. Absolutely. By the way, Dina Bargell, I agree, Jen. I'd love to play for Ray too. <laughs> he fired everybody. He fired everybody up. He did. I was watching. I was like, God, I wish 365 days ago. You know, I, I heard a little bit of Coach Ray. You know I mean? <laughs> That's it. All right. Our next matchup is four and O Wallington at three and O Park Ridge. A uh, little, little shout out to my to my good buddy Coach Salvo at uh, Park Park Ridge over Wallington. Nice, very nice. I have Park Ridge as well. Uh, Mr. Beelan is Park Ridge, so so far we're all Park Ridge. And Kenny as well, saying Park Ridge pulls away in the fourth quarter, and he's got a final score of 35-21. to 21. It's on you, Mr. Valenti. Uh, I'm going to just ask, is is Wallington for real? <laughs> Kenny's saying I'm going to be in the basement next week. No, no, no. <laughs> but my notes, I mean, how for real is Wallington, you know? But here's the thing, and we said this last week. You know how hard it is to go into Heights on a Friday night and beat Heights? But you know who did? Park Ridge. So I'm going to say Park. And, and you know what? That I mean, that's, how could that not be good enough? They, they won at Heights. I think Park Ridge is basically, they're going to make a statement that says, you know, they are a real deal come playoff time. I got 31-20 Park Ridge. All right, nice. So it's a sweep of the board it for Park Ridge. It is a sweep Ridge. of the board for Park Ridge. All right, our next matchup, Antonio, 0-1 St. Mary's at 0-4 North Arlington. Somebody's going to get their first win. By the way, i got to break some news before. Um, good friend, um, Coach Paulie Johnson, coached with him. He was a absolute absolute stud at St. Mary's playing there. He is now the new head football coach at St. Mary's. They just made that move as of Friday. So he is now taking over. So 
I want to wish Coach Johnson well, uh, good luck. Good luck. Yep. And uh, just so everybody knows, there will be just a coaching change. Coach Johnson will be on the sideline Friday night. All right, Antonio, who you got in this matchup? I think I think North Arlington's going to write the ship after you know a, a a tough loss. I guess back then, you know they're 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 a great uh, they're a great program, but I think North Arlington over St. Mary's. I agree with you. I have North Arlington as well. Um, I think St. Mary's is going to get back on track. I know we've had the coaching change. Um, they've got some injuries, um, and I think once Coach Johnson's there, you know he'll he'll get them back on track. But this week, I think it's a little early, so I'm still I'm going to pick North Arlington as well. Um, Mr. Beelan has St. Mary's, uh, and Mr. Kirkpatrick has picked St. Mary's as well, 14-6. He said St. Mary's gets their first win of the season. And my notes just say Coach Johnson again takes over as head coach. Good luck. But a year from now, Hoops, like you said it, watch out for the Gales. I think yep. Coach Johnson's going to get them right in a big way. So I'm going Coach Johnson wins his debut. I'm going to go 27-14, the Gales. All right, you and me have uh, North Arlington, Antonio. Let's go. Just kidding. <laughs> I love, love St. Mary's, so it's hard. It's always hard to make these picks. All right, next matchup is 3-0 Lynnhurst at 2-1 Waldwick. Uh, Lynnhurst, every game so far this year, they've they've won by a, a pretty decent margin. So um, I think Lynnhurst continues, and they uh, and they remain undefeated. All righty, Mr. Beelan is picking Lynnhurst as well. I'm going with Waldwick on this one. This was this was a tough one for me. I'm I'm going with the edge. I'm sorry, Beelan's going Lynnhurst uh, as well, and uh, I'm going Waldwick. I'm going. You know, my decision was honestly home field on this one kind of made me was was the toss up there uh, that does matter that does yeah. <laughs> whoever says that that does not matter they're lying that that does matter yeah. the uh kenny is picking lindhurst in a close one 28 26 um and he says lindhurst ah, i love his detail lindhurst blocks two extra points and wins okay. Lynn. i love it love it love it i <laughs> am gonna say we're gonna really find out this week how good lindhurst is you know they put up like Antonio said a lot of points mm-hmm. uh big scores and I think Lynnhurst is really good, but I just think Waldwick off of a tough loss to Rutherford, I just think they're going to be a little better. I hate going against Coach Twirl, Coach Castagnetti, Coach Otieri, of course, of course. and hopefully they make me wrong. But <laughs> for my pick, I'm going to go high scoring. I'm going to go 33-27. I'm going to take Waldwick over Lynnhurst. I'm just going to throw this out there. It is very rare that you and I are the only two who have picked a team. I feel like yeah. that never happens. <laughs> All right. Our next one is three and one Pascack Valley at three and one Riverdale. I'm taking Riverdale. Um, I remember playing them when I was younger. They they have a they're from you know bringing kids along all through high school. You know they 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 have some stellar athletes in Riverdale. Stellar athletes. So Riverdale over Pascack Valley. I'm with you, Antonio. I have Riverdale as well. So does Mr. Beelan. Kenny is saying that um, hometown Riverdale prevails at 20 to 14 is his predicted score. Yeah, I'm going to sweep the board with you guys. I'm going to go 27 20 Riverdale, and I think Riverdale, after a loss to West Essex, they make it three in a row. Mm-hmm. By the way, I got to tell you, Antonio so prepared tonight. Oh, He's ready to go. We He's had got no the doubt. notes. Absolutely. absolutely. I don't absolutely. play around. I know. <laughs> I love it. And by the way, Antonio, we started with like six games last year, eight games, 10 games. We're up to 25 games we're picking. Wait, I gotta tell you That's how it should be. Yeah. That's it. That's I it. Feel like, I feel like. Come on. 
we talked during the day, and he's like, I have 20. He's like, doesn't want to tell me. He's like, 25. 25 we're up to games. 25. <laughs> we're going out of state. We got everything going. That's great. That's great. All right, our next one is 4-0 Clifton at 3-1 PCTI. This this I think this is going to be one of the, one of the better games on the on the uh, on the lineup tonight. Um, Clifton over PCTI. Uh, they're 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 another great program. You know, from from top to bottom, great coaches. Uh, I placed them more more in track than football, but still, uh, Clifton over Tech in a in a pretty close game though. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a close one as well. I have the edge to Clifton. Um, always hard when we choose between teams that we've had guests on the yeah. show. You know, always or you hard. flip a coin. I know it's hard. You uh, you don't want to see either team lose. You wish them both success, of course. But I'm giving Clifton the slight edge as well. Uh, Mr. Beelan is picking Clifton, um, and Kenny has Clifton winning. Uh, says they're going to make a statement in this game um, and that they're going to win 35 to 13. My notes are Velas Feliciano. And remember, we watched him versus Hackensack, mm-hmm. Mr. Swayze, yeah, making big yeah. plays. So I just think too much firepower. But I agree with Antonio. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go 42-26, but I think early on this game is going to be very close, high scoring. All right. Our next one is 1-3 one Old Tapan at 4-0 and o Ramapo. Uh, Ramapo, another tough team to, to almost bet against um, in New Jersey. Uh, Old Tapan kind of on the seems like a down year this year. But uh, Ramapo over Old Japan. All right. I agree. Ramapo, Mr. Beelan, Ramapo. Um, uh, Kenny's comment is Ramapo has too much firepower for Old Japan. So similar to what you were saying, Antonio, you know, they don't – they never – Rebuild, they just reload, right? Yeah, and so I'm just, I think they're going to He's go, got a score oh, of 30, 34 to 6. Yeah, I think Antonio Ramapo put up three games in a row, 40 points. I think they're going to do it again. So I'm going to go 41 14 with uh, Coach Gibbs, Coach Breslin, and the boys. So I'll go 41 14 Ramapo. All right, our next one is, uh, you know, a premier matchup in the state of New Jersey. We've got 5-0 and St. Peter's Prep. Don't be fooled by the Bosco record of 1-3, and but at 1-3, and Dom Bosco. Who do you have, Antonio? Uh, another shout-out to, to another, uh, another you know, g- uh, good person. I know uh, St. Peter's Prep coach Johnson. Uh, they've, they've beat up not-so-strong teams, and they found, they've uh, found ways to win against strong teams. So St. Peter's stays undefeated against Don Bosco. I agree with you there as well. Antonio, I think they're going to stay undefeated. Mr. Beelin is choosing St. Peter's Prep as well. Our friend from Maryland, a, a, a New Jersey born and bred, but living in Maryland now, is picking this as the upset of the year, and he's got Bosco. How about you? Well, how about this, Antonio? Um, imagine playing last week. You had a, If you're Don Bosco, you have to play the number one team in the state. <laughs> now you got to play the number two team in the state back-to-back. I mean, I, I don't know. I just it's the first Jersey football. <laughs> that's, that's it. John, you know what um, I mean? Feeling saying Bosco is donezo. That record isn't lying. Oh, feeling <laughs> throwing shade there. I'm going to go, but I just think St. Peter's, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be close. Great game with DePaul last week. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable game. Some people say they got lucky, but our boy uh, Nico Duarte that, yeah, kicked the, the field, field goal, goal to get it up. It. Yeah. I'm going to go 24-7 St. Peter's over Bosco. All right. Our next game is three and one Morris Catholic at two and one Hanover Park. I'm taking Morris Catholic over Hanover Park. You know they're they're one possession away from being four and zero. 
coming off a tough uh, Verona game, or uh, Morris Catholic over Hanover Park. All right, I agree with you there. That was a, a tough one for them. I have Morris Catholic as well. Mr. Beelan is picking Morris Catholic. Uh, Kenny's comment is Morris Catholic is back on winning track with a 21-14 victory over Hanover Park. Kenny's saying this is how he stays on top of the standings, by taking the upsets. <laughs> Mine is going to be, this is going to be uh, another shootout. This is like like the Big 12 Antonio in football. I mean, it's just <laughs> Hanover Park scores 40 a game. Morris Catholic scores 40 a game. Verona, who they played, scores like 50 a game. So it's like the Big 12. So I'm going to go... But I'm going to go with you guys. I'm going to go 38-35 with my boys, Morris Catholic. All right. Our next one, another uh, another two top-notch programs in the state of New Jersey. We've got 3-1 Del Barton traveling to play at 3-1 DePaul, who, as Kurt mentioned, had that uh, great game against St. Peter's, Peter's last week. Uh, I'm taking DePaul over Del Barton, but because of their defense. DePaul's defense is, is something that uh, – Something that re- that people really need to take notice of, you know, you can throw away all the D1 offers and D1 commits that they have on their defense. When they play together, DePaul's defense is very hard to score against. Yeah. So DePaul over Del Barton. All right, you talk about the physicality all the time, right? You know what? Okay. I don't go next, but I'm gonna go next because oh, this guy's <laughs> smart. You know, I want you to read my Come notes on. so he doesn't read I'm my notes. Try to read the chicken scratch, Antonio. Give me a second. Oh my god, game of the week. DePaul defense is special. I can't read with that. Two good <laughs> teams, but it's DePaul's defense. They are legit. He does. You talk about you talk about that. They, they, all the they time. shut we had Coach out Campanelli on. Yeah, that but, last yeah, week, but right? I mean, think about San Antonio. They gave up. They St. Peter's really didn't score any touchdowns on them. They they, they scored on a a block field goal. So right. technically, they, right. I think three weeks in a row they haven't scored. They've given up yeah. a touchdown again. Yep. You know the but, top yeah. teams. You know, so I'm going seventeen thirteen DePaul. All right, Mister. I'm picking DePaul as well. Mister. Belin is picking Del Barton. Yeah, and he said, he, Beelan's comment is, Antonio, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, should I tell a little story about Kenny's pick? Or yeah, just like... <laughs> before I get to that, Kenny's also saying, since Antonio's doing such a great job, he's going to invite you as an NFL picker on Kenny. <laughs> Ken. Kenny's Uh-oh. all Listen, I was, I, was, I, was, I was not so sure about coming on after Jets-Broncos last week. You know, I was very nervous. I've been I good, I was waiting right? for it. I've been good. I know. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm just waiting. We're not done yet. We're not We're done yet, Antonio. We're oh, not done yet. Too So, um, you know, Kurt gets Kenny's picks during the day. And he's got a sheet. And uh, I'm looking at them. And I said, am I, am I reading this correctly? Did Kenny not fit? Last year, Antonio, Kenny adopted... Del Barton as his team. He picked them every week. You know, they had some big wins, and Kenny had them every week. We had the coaches on. They were saying, that, you know, he wanted to meet them. You know, so, so then I look at this, and he, he didn't pick Del Barton. Ironically. So Jen was going to call him out. No, like, call him out no, on him. No, no, she no. was, Antonio. He's making that part up. She was all over him. <laughs> but ironically, while we're prepping for the show, um, Kenny calls and says, I want to switch. I want to switch my pick. So he did stick to his uh, his favorite team, and he says, um, "My adopt. He's going to stick with his adopted team. And he's got Del Barton, fifteen fourteen over." You took DePaul, DePaul correct? I did. Yep, okay. I took DePaul. Antonio, yourself, and Mr. Beelin and Kenny have Del Barton. So we're split. That's perfect, Antonio. Anytime 
Beelan and Kenny go together, it's you're it's a lock. It's good because those two guys together never win, never. All right. So I feel confident. We just chart that one up as a win for us. <laughs> Our next one is two and two Paramus at three and one Montville. Uh, I think I would be doing my uh, my pick MG a disservice by not picking at least one upset. So here's my upset: Paramus over Montville oh, right. this Ooh, week. All right. all right, I am picking Montville. You know, I I bleed red and black at West Essex. I also bleed on the other side, green and white for uh, for Montville. So I'm picking Montville. Um, I think they rebound after their loss to Chatham last week. Uh, Mr. Beelan is picking Montville. Mr. Kirkpatrick is picking Montville, saying Montville and hoops all the way. Thank you, Kenny. And I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go 32-27 Montville again in another high-scoring game. They had a close loss last yeah. week. And, uh, but I think it's going to be close. So I could see Antonio with his upset come through. But I'm going to go 32-27. <laughs> I will go with Montville. All right. Our next one is 2-2 two two Wayne Hills at 3-1 and one Irvington. Uh, I'm very, very familiar with uh, with Wayne Hills and, and Coach Semikoff and how they operate. Uh, there are two losses this year come from a strong uh, Ridgewood team and then uh, the team in Missouri that they played uh, in their zero week or week one week or uh, pretty sure it was week zero. But um, I have Wayne Hills over Irvington. All right. I uh, This was another tough one for me because everything you said, Antonio, you know, I agree with 100%. Again, also the, uh, you know, just the rich tradition of football in that program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had uh, the AD, John Taylor, on a couple weeks ago or last week as well. Um, and I feel like they, after that opening week loss, that anomaly in Mount Olive, I think they've bounced back, and I think they're going to continue on. So I'm going to I'm going to pick Irving also at home. So I'm going to pick Irvington. Sometimes when I'm torn, I go with that home team. So I'm going to go Irvington. Mr. Beelan is going Irvington. Um, Mr. Kirkpatrick has a low scoring game here. He says Irvington wins on a last drive on last drive heroics, and he's got the winning 14-13. Okay, I got. By the way, Antonio, we watched the Ridgewood Wayne Hills game, and I really think Wayne Hills should have won that game. They had a touchdown called back at that's the end right, of the game. That's right. Missed the field goal, but um, now they have to. But now they have to face this defense. And you know what, Jen? What do we always say? Defense wins championship. Defense wins championship. <laughs> and just like you said, that's a special that D the at, at the Paul Antonio. <laughs> Irvington's got a special D too. So I'm going to say 13-6 for Dr. John Taylor and Irvington. <laughs> Alrighty, we're moving on to uh, our last row here, our last column. Or we've got two and one Glen Ridge at three and O Fort Lee. Uh, I'm taking Fort Lee. Uh, my buddy that, that that I go to school with here, he's 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 for he bleeds Fort Lee. Um, so I gotta pick Fort Lee, or else I will never be talked to again. So <laughs> Fort Lee. By the way, Dina said that's right, and I think she's saying the. Maybe the defense wins championships. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am going with Glen Ridge on this one. i got to be honest. I'm being a little bit of an Essex County homer on this one. I'm not going to lie. Two small schools, and I'm just kind of giving the edge on my Essex County, uh, you know, growing up there. Yep, she's uh, saying defense. <laughs> uh, Mr. Beelan is picking <laughs> Fort Lee. Uh, Kenny is picking Fort Lee, 27-21. He says that they're going to stay undefeated. And who do you have? You know what? Hoops, I'm with you. Ooh. I'm going to go Glen Ridge. Um, I just think they played a tougher schedule. So uh, I'm going to take Glen Ridge. I got 27-14, little upset, Glen Ridge over Fort Lee. 
All right, for those of you who watch, this this game, I feel like, was to appease the Essex County Jenny Hoops. We have a 3-0 Caldwell at 2-1 Verona. It's an Essex County well, matchup. You, you a asked, rare Essex look, County didn't matchup. Didn't you ask? And you got weird. Yeah, you know, thank you. you, asked, you thank you, you for the one game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Verona's, Verona's games are a little too, too close for me for me to pick them all the way. So uh, I'll take Caldwell over Verona. I'm going to go next because you know why? Smart man, but Dean is really going to like this. You know why? Verona scores a ton. They seriously average like 40-something points a game, but Caldwell doesn't give up points. So you got offense versus defense, and you know where I'm going. I'm going defense defense wins out. Caldwell 21-14. All right, well, Mr. Beelan, myself, and Mr. Kirkpatrick all have Verona. Kenny's saying Verona in a shootout. So you guys uh, will see if that comes to fruition. If, Let's uh, see defense. Yeah. Yep, and he's got 33-27. Defense, baby, all day long. All right, our next matchup is 0-4 Lodi at 0-3 Garfield. Uh, two two teams, like, a, like I've said before, that uh don't really know much about being from Sake Valley. But uh, I think Garfield writes a ship here against Lodi. Both teams you know, fighting for their first win, but taking Garfield over Lodi. I agree with you, Antonio. I think uh, Garfield's hungry. Both teams hungry for that worst in, first win. This is a big rivalry, right? Yeah, huge yeah. rivalry. So um, I just feel like, you know, they're both hungry for that first win. Garfield now, again, at home, you know, in front of their home crowd. I think that's going to get them going. So I've got Garfield. Mr. Beelan has Garfield. Kenny's got Garfield 13-12. to 12. He says Garfield wins the battle of Outwater Lane. And I'm going <laughs> to – hey, someone's got to win this game, right? I think high-scoring affair, but I'm going to go with our guy, uh, Coach Santa Croach. I'm going to go with Pete, 34-28. I'm going to go Garfield over Lodi. Good. I hope he gets that first win for the season here. All right, Antonio, our next one, 2-2. Two and two Montclair at two and two St. Joe's of Montvale. Uh, I think St. St. Joe's gets back on the gets back on the winning track. You know, a, a loss to DePaul's great defense. Um, they get they gained their confidence back uh, facing Pope John last week, but uh, St. Joe's Montvale gets the gets their third win of the year. I I agree. I've St. Joe's as well. Mr. Beeland St. Joe's. Uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick's picking St. Joe's by a score of 35-14. to 14. So, so far, that's all St. Joe's and you. I just think St. Joe's starts their run, like like um, Antonio said. No shame in losing to DePaul. Right. But uh, here comes St. Joe's the rest of the way. So I will go 31-13, and I think that's a sweep for St. Joe's is, up for the panel. All right. Winding them down. 3-1 Lakeland at 1-3 PV. Antonio. Who here went to PV? <laughs> Um, I can guarantee you Coach Wassel has prepped these guys for this week. Uh, Lakeland week, it goes without saying, you, you need to beat Lakeland. That's, that's, that goes up there with the Wayne Valley rivalry, with, with everything else. You need to beat Lakeland. No matter what has happened, prior weeks, anything, when you play Lakeland, uh, Lakeland you know it, it's, it's business. From whistle to whistle, it's business. So, of course, taking my Hornets against right. anybody. But for this week, it's Lakeland. Nice. All right. I hate to do this, Antonio. I'm going Lakeland. This was hard for me. This was it's hard right. for me. It's knowing right. you're my guest, it's you know, fine. invited you got you on. Uh, I'm picking Lakeland on this one. Um, Mr. Beelan is picking Lakeland. Kenny has PV by a score of 20 to 14, and he says that Valley pulls off. I always liked off. him. Yeah. I always liked him. <laughs> Saying Valley's pulling off the upset. How about you? Me? PV, I think, is going to be rocking. That place is going to be rocking. <laughs> 
I didn't even know Antonio. I'm coming home for this game. Oh, I'm nice. coming home. Nice. I didn't even I know that you said PA, this place is like this big of a rivalry. I didn't. Too. I didn't know that either. I have to yes. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Jill, uh, Jill Spinelli saying go Hornets. So I'm gonna say, here's a couple things. PV's gonna be rocking. Antonio's not only on the panel. He's gonna be in attendance. <laughs> I wish I'd known some of these beforehand. <laughs> Lakeland, Lakeland has this like really good back, but Antonio the word again is yes. defense, and PV's defense is going to do it. Twenty-one twenty. Don't listen to what she says. PV all night, Antonio. PV all yes. night, baby. I like it. I right. like it. Joseph Spinelli saying, "Please, green and white, sting him points." <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next game is two and two Hackensack at four and zero Northern Highlands. Uh, Northern Highlands, another another uh, top program in New Jersey, and they've been for for a while. Um, definitely Northern Highlands over Hackensack this week. Yeah, I agree with you. They're they're kind of rolling right now. I feel like they're going to be hard to beat, especially at home. I have Northern Highlands, Mister Beelin, Northern Highlands. Mr. Kirkpatrick is picking Northern Highlands 27-14. He says, Highlands looking like strong playoff contender is his comment. Yeah, and Hackensack's a tough team. We watched them versus Clifton. They, they're they always like playing these low defensive games. Um, Highland, though, just won one of our games in a week la- uh, last week by beating Eastside in one of those games. Mm-hmm. So Highland showed that they could win a physical battle, and I think they do it again. 28-12, I'm going to go Highlands. All right. Our next matchup, three and one West Essex at four and zero Morris Knowles. You know, uh, West Essex is, is near and dear to the to the Barjo family. You know, a lot <laughs> of friends that uh, that my mom has taught that that end up going to West Essex. So of course, I'm taking uh, West Essex over Morris Knowles. Nice, I agree. I have West Essex as well. Uh, Mr. Beelin is picking Morris Knowles. Uh, Mr. Kirkpatrick's comment is hoops, hoops, hoops. Thank you, Kenny, for the support. He's got West Essex 28-20 over Morris Knowles. And Beelan, just like we were on the Cowboys, we were on another game before. I don't know what <laughs> game that was, but me and Beelan are together again. Morris Knowles puts up 30 points. They put up 30 each game this year in a tough schedule. And again, my question is, can West Essex get there? I'm going to say no. I'm going to go Morris Knowles. 27, West Essex, 21. Sorry, Hoops. I got to <laughs> okay. go against you. You can pick right. I'm going <laughs> Morris Knowles. All right. And, Antonio, you might have been a little shocked by this next game, but we have adopted a Maryland team at Huntingtown, and our, our good friend Kenny down in Maryland, it's, a, it's a, uh, a team in his area who's very talented, so we put them on our slate each week as well. So we have 4-0 Huntingtown of Maryland at 2-1 St. Charles, also of Maryland. I had to do a little bit of research on this one, uh, a little bit more, but um, Huntingtown is undefeated. It's I I can't I can't see uh, St. Charles beating them this week. Agreed. I have Huntingtown as well. Mr. Beelan has Huntingtown. Um, Kenny's comment is that Huntingtown will win with a strong second half, twenty-one to fourteen. And Kurt, I, I think Huntingtown stays perfect, just like Antonio said. I can't see them losing. I'll go twenty-one-six Huntingtown. All right. And our last one is a special game that Kurt put on here. It is a national game not two nationally ranked teams the irony is is these teams are both in california and only separated by about 20 miles so it's number one in the country matter day 
of um, is it Santa Anita, California? Yes. At uh, number three, don't get confused. It's not Don Bosco. It's Saint John Bosco of um, Bellflower, California. So Antonio, who do you have here? I think Modern Day is number one for a reason. Uh, they've played stronger teams in uh, Saint John Bosco, and uh, they're 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 going to stay undefeated given uh, Saint John Bosco their their first loss in the season. All right. I agree with you. I think they're number one for a reason. Um, it's interesting, just doing a little research today, like how the game, you know, 6,000 tickets sold out in four minutes. I mean, it's like insane. This game, you imagine at the high school level, like having the hype for this game. So uh, I'm picking Matter Day. Mr. Beelan's picking Matter Day. And Kenny's going with another upset. He's got... Beelan's going... I'm sorry, so Beelan's going Matter Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kenny's going with St. John Bosco. He says they become the new number one. Oh, I so want to do this with Kenny. I really do. But I'm not going to. I just, I like how Antonio said they're number one for a reason. They have played tougher games. I'm going to go, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm going to go 27, uh, I'm going to go 27-21. But I'm with you guys. I'm going to go Matter Day to beat St. John Bosco. All right, there we I have it. I think Matter Day to beat the Jets right now. I'm not going to lie. I would take them over the Jets. Hey, you mentioned I think, it. I think that'd be a close game. And, I think that'd be a close game. And my only comment, I'm not going to get into the Jets tonight. I'm just going to say this. Who has the number one scoring defense in football? Only eight points per game. It's those Denver Broncos. Who's the number Whoa. one? Who's the number three team in the NFL with yards defensively? It's the Denver Broncos. And who's the number this connection, one? This connection's really going. <laughs> who's the number know. one rated quarterback in Antonio's going to be like, I think you're muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what, Antonio? I'm just going to say this, and we'll get into this more tomorrow night, but we're going to put on a clinic against Lamar Jackson on Sunday. We'll and, see. And show we'll we're see. for we'll real, see. baby. <laughs> Antonio, thank you so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Uh, best of luck to you. I know you're going to do great things in college. We'll be following your your track career as well. I'm oh, always, he's going to be I'm back always, on as a pick. Absolutely. I'm always checking in <laughs> on you with your mom when I am fortunate enough to. I've seen you actually more this year than I think that I've seen your mom. We're in two different buildings. <laughs> but uh, I'm always checking in on you to see how you're doing. So it was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you for taking the time to be with us tonight. Thank you guys so much. It's a no. pleasure always. Thank you, Antonio. You did an awesome job. And uh, like Kenny's saying, you can come on anytime you want to do NFL picks. But <laughs> high school picks, you will definitely be back. Just wait till we, you see our playoff yeah, show. What I we got, got you got to tune in next week to see I'm excited. how you did. That's it. <laughs> I, I, I will, most definitely. Go PV, Thank baby. Go PV. Of course. Go Let's Hornets. Go. Let's go. Have a good night, Antonio. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. He did an awesome job. Awesome job. Yep. So and, uh, prepared. No, not that we ever thought he wouldn't. That's why we wanted him. But, oh, two more comments for uh, AT. Sorry. Hold on. I want to, I forgot to get these in. Um, let's go. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's go AT from a... Sherry Bunick. Charlie Bunick. Uh, Joseph Spinelli, great job, AT. Dina saying you guys are awesome. <laughs> no, this was great. He was unbelievable. Uh, absolutely. Did the homework. Absolutely. You know what's great? When we get the guest pick, it's like they they they, they got to They got to yeah, perform. Because yep. everybody oh, performed does a great a little, job. Everybody's a little competitive, you know? That's everybody it. wants to do well. So, That's um, it. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. And uh, we will see you. Jill saying the thrill to see my grandson on TV. Oh, nice. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Great job. And again, um, one more time, um, rest in peace, Coach, Coach H. Yes. Um, again, the high school community, 
uh, the high school sport, you know, high school sports in Jersey lost an icon. Well, he, and, uh, he left a lasting legacy for sure with uh, his accomplishments and the number of players' lives that he touched. Absolutely. So, so uh, Coach H, while you're up there, hope you enjoyed the show tonight. And um, oh, there's a Leo Bursich. Birch, Birch saying yeah. go PV. <laughs> nice. But uh, no, Coach H, hope you enjoyed the show up there. We'll get to you again something soon. And uh, we will see you Friday night with a recap show. show. Thank you for watching.